0: Ah, welcome to a bastard's indie reviews podcast, and also my new section on my website, www.lifeofabastard.com. If you go click over, you can see my new section, hip hop classical musings or classical hip hop musings. I think that's the correct one where I, you know, post my thoughts on some classical music. Basically, Old school hip hop, but I prefer to call it classical because there's no, um, how you say, there's no sense of a uh, nostalgia when it comes to old school hip hop for me. It's it's needed to respect the the legends, the music that was that is part of the culture, the hip hop culture, the true hip hop culture before it become before it became a all about. You know, corporations taking over, and which rapper corporations feel comfortable promoting, or the message they want to promote. So instead of me complaining about new music, I like to celebrate classical hip hop. So please check that section out. And um, let's see, I'm still in China, and I'm still working on um, the Life of Bastard book series. But what I end up doing is um, is deciding I decided to re-release volume 1 a much better edit version. I feel like the, it could have been edited better and there's no knock against the copywriter but for my vision of the book series I felt it just needed to be a little more fine-tuned and it's difficult to take a Journals and put it to a uh, and find a narrative and a linear storytelling So that's what I want. So volume one Will second edition will come out in January. Hopefully January 30th 2019 and uh, Volume 2 will also come out 2019. It's ready to come out. I just feel I want to promote my first book as much as I can and release it in different languages so right now the Portuguese version is done the Italian version is almost done and the Spanish version is about 50 percent done still working on the Chinese version but you know sometimes you run into people who say they can do something and and you tell them well yes it's okay Uh, and they ask for a deadline and you you try to be considerate of the deadline and they miss the deadline many times and um, you just that's just business in China sometimes Um, they don't mean it to mean to be malicious about it just sometimes people take on more than they can do so speaking of uh, living in China um, as an expat I so consider myself an expat. I've been living in China for seven years. Uh, not so great with Chinese language, but that's another story. And I view, my views on America. Well, I just say that every time I open the newspaper, I don't have a newspaper on my iPad and read the news, it's depressing as hell. Because you really have a, a madman in office. And I don't want to go into Donald Trump too much. I'm trying to be Donald Trump free. I never, never thought that Donald Trump would be in my life. um, Affecting my life. But yeah, he is affecting the world. Believe it or not. Um, When you don't want to engage into American politics or American drama, you leave the country. But... That country follows you, and all his shenanigans. And his, I'm telling you right now, the uh, the tariffs, he's losing this battle with China. He will lose this battle with China, and that's gonna be that's going to hurt the American people. The whole Kavanaugh is pretty disgusting. Uh, you know how people reaction to it. Uh, people are automatically coming out saying, "Oh, it's a attack on men." No, specifically what they mean is white men, because black men have been accused of rape for a long time. Uh, raped, been accused of rapes and lynched for that. If we look into our history books, you know, the minute somebody questions an, a, a white person in power, automatically becomes about the whole white male group being attacked, and it's not true. We know it's not true, but that is America, twenty eighteen. So I don't know how America gets out of Donald Trump. I don't know if he even loses twenty twenty. Seems that uh, he's on a roll. People are memor- uh, mesmerized with his uh, with his lies and his uh, being untruthful at m- many times. So that's how I look at it. Like right now, just live your life. If you can have a moment in your life to be creative, go out and be creative. Music, art, write books, man. Go out and write. You're a writer if you sit down and write. Okay? Be creative. Tell your story. I think that we can't turn the time back. Anyone who's been a victim of sexual abuse or rape needs to come out and tell your story. Find a safe um, space. Find people who will support you. And find, find this place to sit down and think about your life. Um, truly um, live your life because it doesn't seem... If you look towards politics of America, it doesn't seem a bright light or bright days coming anytime soon. Uh, the, the thing, the most important thing you can do if you're in America or if you're outside of America is to vote. And um, hopefully human decency will come soon. It seems that's what it's lacking, is lacking this human decency, um, empathy. Compassion from one another. It's all about this winning. You know. What is winning? You know. What is winning if. If you have lost. All sense of human decency. All sense of. Um, well this is wrong. Caging kids are wrong. You know. Sh- shooting unarmed. Men. Is wrong. So. I leave you with this. I want to uh, end my little social commentary with peace to the world. So I'm back with uh, the with a, uh, a Bass's Indie Book Reviews. You can, again, check that out. Go to com. There's several different sections, pretty easy to find. Um, I've been reading as much as I can and reviewing. And right now, what I'm reading, currently reading, is Dark Chains. A Little Girl's Journey Through Decades of Pain by Letitia Braxton. And you know how much I love memoirs. That's what I like to, to, to write. So um, I'm going to pick up a chapter. The chapter is called Trailer Park Drama. And our new trailer was where my dad discovered my mother's love for cocaine. Something else she hid from him until they got married. He began to see my mother take a small glass tube out of her purse at parties. She was swiftly hooded up to her nose, snowed into the tube. This country man knew nothing about cocaine. The only thing he was familiar with were ganja and liquor. And he had avoided the ganja like a plague ever since jumping out of his brother's truck headfirst down the hill. And they panicked because he got too high. But one day, my mother managed to get him to try the stuff. She convinced him with the basic peer pressure pitching the euphoric effects the drug gave. After a while, my dad was hooked on cocaine too. It became a recurring experience that both of my parents shared together. They began putting Latanya Monet, who was my dad's other daughter from his previous Mac relationship, and me in the back bedroom to play, while both of them snorted lines in the living room. And when my mother wasn't getting high in the living room with my dad, She would go out partying, leaving him to watch us. She loved the nightlife. I guess it was her means of escape. She would get drunk and flirt with any and every man that happened to notice her, sitting on their laps and stroking their eagles right in front of everyone. She didn't care who seen her in distractions. She didn't even care when my father's sister walked into the same party once, catching her red-handed seated on the lap of some gentleman at the bar. As small as the town of Hampton was, it was as if my mother wanted to intentionally get caught. Soon everyone in town, except my father, knew his wife enjoyed getting drunk and entertaining other men. For a while, my dad stayed clueless to my mother's sin, wondering why people in town would join ears to whisper every time he came around. Until one night... His sister decided to knock on our door to tell him what his wife had been doing every time she went out to these parties. Luckily, my mother wasn't home because after my dad caught a near fork, he was livid. He even took out his anger on his own sister, yelling, screaming irrational thoughts triggered by the pain he felt in his heart. And when Dad got angry, Latanya knew to grab Monet and me and our pet cat and take us to the back into our bedroom and locked the door. On the same night when my mother came home, dad was waiting up for her in the living room. He wasted no time confronting her about what his sister had told him. The more accusation he spoke, the more she denied them ever happening and the more antagonized she became. She knew she was disrespecting her marriage. It was her way of retaliating against my dad for his drunken behavior and lack of compassion. These two had poor communication skills where they each contributed ill behavior to their marriage. But my dad couldn't see his faults in this situation. All he could see was my mother's... all he could see was of his wife disrespecting his marriage by lusting over men who lived in the same town. All he could think about was all the paychecks he had handed over to my mother and all of the embarrassment he would have to face when walking down the street or going to the store. My dad's pain continued to build with each unpleasant vision. Suddenly he snapped, striking her across her face, launching the smirk my mother carried from all of her lying straight across the room. As my puzzled mother held her cheek in her hand, my dad began to scream at her, reminding her that he, that he was the breadwinner of the family Because of that, he demanded the utmost respect. Because of my mother's undressed pain and subsequent behavior, my father began to drink and drugs his his pain away more often than before. He became an angry drunk, and in return, my mother became more cold and vindictive than she was before. The manipulation, the lies, the uncaring behavior began to grow in my mother as if it wasn't bad enough. Both of my parents were affected by the pain and the lack of compassion for one another. It was a situation of two toxic people feeding off each other's negative traits, blocking any positivity from ever blossoming within their hearts. And that is chapter trailer Park by Letitia Braxton. So I'm, I'm going to review this book very soon, possibly in a few days, and I'll let you guys know how it turns out. Uh, so far, it's pretty interesting. I love memoirs, so those are my favorite things to read, and especially the black experience of growing up in America. There's there's, there's common themes of overcoming. Can you overcome your situation where you where you start at? Can you overcome these uh these things? Those are the common things I find in memoirs that I like. So until then. Uh, peace out thank you for listening and send me an email of your thoughts and books that you want me to review or uh, if you are a writer an author, please go to my website and submit uh, a request I do take requests right now I'm only taking requests for 2019 I am booked up for the rest of the year so thank you for listening to Advances Indie Book Reviews peace out